Welcome back to another episode of the Therapy in a Nutshell podcast. I'm Emma McAdam and I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. And this podcast is all about taking the life-changing, but usually kind of complicated topics of therapy and boiling them down into simple, easy to understand concepts that you can use in your daily life. If you find today's episode is helpful to you, please pass it on to someone else who could benefit from it as well. Each podcast episode comes from a corresponding video you can find on the Therapy in a Nutshell YouTube channel. Also, these podcasts are educational and don't replace the advice or direction you may be receiving from a therapist or other health professionals. Now please, enjoy the episode. This is seriously one of the most powerful interventions I know for chronic anxiety. It uses a bottom-up approach, which is a body-first approach to regulate your nervous system and that will help you reduce stress and anxiety throughout the day. And it's pretty simple to learn. Okay, so stress is a nervous system response. It's your autonomic nervous system responding to perceived threats, whether they be in your environment, like a dog barking, or in your head, like, oh, what if no one likes me? Now, we also have a counterbalancing response, the parasympathetic response, para as in parachute, and it slows things down and helps restore a sense of calm, both in the mind and in the body. Now, we don't have direct control over our autonomic nervous system, but we can influence it in a powerful way. Now, when it comes to anxiety, the stress response isn't kicking on due to a huge immediate threat like a saber-toothed tiger. It's turning on in these like tiny doses throughout the day in response to micro triggers, tiny little stressors that we might not even be aware of. So for example, let's say you're a professor and throughout your day, you have all these little things that come up. Um, meetings, explaining changes to the curriculum, and students who are worried about an exam, or students emailing you to change their grades so that they can get into medical school, or coworkers who are helpful or not so helpful. And each time one of these things come up, without realizing it, your body kicks off a little ANS response, a stress response. Your heart rate increases, your muscles tense, your digestion gets messed up, you breathe faster or you hold your breath. Why? Why would we do this? These are micro triggers. So changes in the curriculum, that means more work for me. What if I don't have the energy and the brain interprets that thought as a threat? Or a student upset about the exam score? Um, what if they're a threat to me, right? The brain interprets rejection as a survival threat. Or let's say you've got a coworker who's actually helpful. This is gonna to lead to a change in your nervous system where you have a sense of safety or relief. And let's say on the other hand, if you have a coworker who's spicy to you, this is a potential threat. So the stress response gets triggered in these like little tiny doses throughout the day. Now, here's the thing. Each of us and our brains and our nervous systems are super resilient. When we face a challenge, like an upset student, we sit down and we think about it and we ask ourselves, well, is this really a threat? Well, no, I am safe. I'm, I'm doing what's right by holding boundaries. And there are lots of people who will support me in doing my job. Then we can resolve the threat and that parasympathetic response can kick on in our body. Our nervous system is designed to activate and then to face a problem and then to calm down and restore our sense of safety. But the problem is that we're often too busy or too distracted to address each micro trigger and face it and resolve it. So instead that stress response just builds and builds throughout the day. 
each little stressor piling on, and then our bodies remain stuck in a physical fight-flight-freeze response throughout the entire workday until we go home and collapse onto our couch and watch Netflix. Now, at this point, when we go home and we try to relax, we are turning on that relaxation response. But really, the problem of the day is simply getting put on hold. We're just kind of distracting ourselves from it, trying not to think about it. And that stress response gets kind of stuck in our bodies. So this is one reason why, I mean, like, so relaxation is better than nothing, but there's something a lot more effective at managing anxiety. You see, relaxation is a form of getting stuck in the stress response and then escaping the stressor to relax. It contributes to the anxiety cycle with another form of avoidance. So instead, I'm gonna teach you a more effective long-term strategy for resolving stress and anxiety, and it's called nervous system self-regulation. So what if instead of like stuffing and avoiding the anxiety response all day, instead of just like white knuckling our way through the day, we learn instead to resolve the stress response in tiny moments throughout the day. So instead of those stress hormones and the tension building and building and building, instead of like running a stress marathon the whole day long, we soothe our body throughout the day. So this is the essence of self-regulation. You can learn to regulate your nervous system through the day through some really simple skills. And this essentially does two things. It keeps you relaxed throughout the day, so your body isn't stuck in the fight, flight, freeze response all day. And two, it trains your nervous system to be parasympathetically dominant. It strengthens your ability to turn on that calming response and have that parasympathetic response be your default. And the coolest thing about this is we don't have to leave a situation to do it. We can, we can even do it during stressful events. We don't have to wait until the stressors are gone to soothe our nervous system. Okay, so how do you do it? It's easy to learn, but it just takes a little bit of effort to practice. So the first thing is awareness. So you have to check in with your body frequently. So most of us are completely unaware of the state of our nervous system. Are you in safety, activation, or immobilization? So hopefully the previous chapters have helped you identify what these different states feel like. Now you need to create a habit of checking in with your body throughout the day. Um, I would recommend you use an app like Lotus Bud, and it has these random chimes that go off throughout the day. You can, you can choose how frequently they come off. And when the chime goes off, um, you just check in with your body. You say, oh, am I feeling tight? Am I holding my breath? Do I have poor posture? Am I tense, right? Or am I relaxed and gentle and, you know, in the parasympathetic state? So that's the first step. Just start gaining awareness. And then the second thing you do is you use your favorite grounding skill to simply turn on the parasympathetic response in the moment. Uh, this is as simple as taking a slow breath or yawning. <sighs> or you just tense and relax a muscle. You could also just say something like, I am safe enough right now. You just check in with the present moment. As you practice regulating your nervous system, you'll retrain yourself to be calm throughout the day, even in situations that require a lot of focus, attention, or performance. So I recommend that you set the timer to go off about every 15 minutes for the first week you're learning this. It's really important that during the first week that you don't ignore the timer. So every single time it goes off, scan yourself and then just use a grounding skill to turn on that relaxation response.
And remember, you can't force it, right? If you catch yourself getting caught into a struggle with your feelings or sensations, just go back to willingness. Be present, be open, and be curious about your emotions. Allow them to be there. You can handle having feelings. You can't force yourself to relax. You can train it. You can regulate it. You can coach it downward. But you must like ground yourself on acceptance first, not force. That's like any good relationship. So seriously, that's about it. Like that is how you regulate your nervous system. Okay, so there's one more thing I do want to address. We have in our minds this false dialectic. It's this idea that if the outside situation is stressful, I must feel stress. Can we challenge this? Can you do a stressful thing without being stressed? Like let's experiment with this. When we believe the situation is what causes our stress response, we create helplessness around our stress levels. There is another way to think about this. We can train our minds and bodies to separate the situation from the response. Learning to have a calm nervous system, even in intense situations, is a skill that you can develop and is called relax vigilance. Now, I didn't know there was another way to do this. I didn't know that there was a way to be in a high pressure environment without taking that stress inside of me. When I grew up, that was just the way to be, like stressed out whenever you had things to do. And there were always things to do. So just like that professor, I thought that when I was at work, I had to be keyed up, I, you know, in the stress response. And the only way to get out of this stress response was to wait for the weekend or a vacation. So after doing this for years, I went to a PTSD professional training and the facilitator, um, who was Eric Gentry, he taught me how he trains ER doctors and military operatives and other people with high stress jobs to be busy and vigilant while maintaining a calm nervous system. And he calls this skill relaxed vigilance. It's essentially where you just calm your body down in the middle of a busy situation. So can you do a stressful thing without being stressed? Let's experiment with this. Let's watch the video with the biker from the beginning of this course. Can you calm your body while you watch it? Like, let's practice. We accidentally train ourselves to do stressful things with a tight, stressed out nervous system. Or we can intentionally train ourselves to do stressful things with a relaxed but alert nervous system. The best athletes, surgeons, cops, special forces, the best performers train themselves and build up skills to handle situations. They drill and they practice and they follow their routines until they feel confident in what they do. Then the healthy ones, they maintain a calm nervous system, even in the face of life-threatening situations. Um, in the full course, I'm gonna include a story of how I learned this stuff, um, if you wanna hear an example from my life. Okay, so back to the professor. After she learned to identify the three states of her nervous system, she started to notice how tight and stressed she was getting throughout the day. She found that this especially happened before she taught, uh, when she answered emails and around exams. So she asked herself, you know, what is the perceived danger? 
And with a little exploration, she realized that she was afraid of rejection. She was afraid of not being liked. And as soon as she realized that, she realized that she wasn't actually in danger. Like it's okay if some of her students don't like her. She is safe. So she set a timer on her phone to have a little notification that reminded her to regulate her nervous system. She used a slow out breath sometimes and other times she'd fake a yawn. Sometimes she'd do like the little tense and relax thing with her muscles. And after a while, all it took for her to relax was to just notice that she was feeling uptight and stressed. She'd make a little soft smile, hmm. soften up a little bit. Within a few weeks, she noticed that she started to have a lot more energy after work. She wasn't exhausted every single day and she started sleeping better too. Over time, her stress levels went way down. She didn't feel like she was carrying such a heavy stress load. So this simple skill of moment-to-moment -moment nervous system regulation is one of the most effective ways to manage anxiety throughout the day. When you calm your body, you send a message through the vagus nerve to your brain to calm your mind as well. And as I was writing this video, it gave new meaning for me to this popular phrase, life isn't about waiting for the storm to pass, it's about learning to dance in the rain. And I was thinking about that, it's like dancing is this parasympathetic cue. We can all learn to soothe our nervous systems, even when we have important, busy, or stressful work to do. So please give it a try and let me know how it goes. Thank you for watching and take care. I hope you enjoyed this episode and found something you can add to your daily routine that makes your life just a little bit better. If you want to learn more about topics like how to process tough emotions, how to change your brain, how to build better relationships, or support someone you know with a mental illness, then check out my classes at therapyinanutshell.com. And if you feel like these podcasts have been a benefit to you, please leave a rating so others can more easily find this content. Thank you so much and have a great day.